Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm Irene Cook, your radio host, and I'm going to talk about something that's on everybody's mind. Everybody talks about it. It's a word that we throw around all the time, but yet when you ask somebody what the definition of this word is, most people can't actually give you an answer. Metabolism. What is your metabolism. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you to take a quick second here and define metabolism. What is it? Most people will say it's that thing that burns calories. Um, it's that part in your body, that system that helps you uh, lose weight. Um, it's very ambiguous. So so I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about what it is. I'm going to talk about um, what causes us to have an increased metabolic rate. I'm going to talk about what damages the metabolism. I'm going to talk about the myths behind uh, metabolism and what we need to know about the metabolism. Boosting the metabolism is the holy grail of Weight Watchers everywhere. But how fast your body burns calories depends on several things. The metabolism is a very ambiguous and non-tangible bodily function, yet it is one that we actually can manipulate with the proper techniques. Just like a fire, you can't enjoy a bonfire if you can't light it. And so this is what I want you to pay very close attention to because my analogy here is going to very, very descriptively explain how and why the metabolism works the way it does and and what you can do to improve yours. So first, you must light it and you must understand the tools and the resources you need in order to light this fire. Many individuals who have damaged their metabolism throughout the years due to dysfunctional eating or dieting will have a much more difficult time lighting this fire. This does not mean that it can't be lit. It will just take a little bit longer for these people to light this fire. Uh, These people will have to exercise a lot more patience as this metabolic damage is no different than trying to start a fire with wood that is damp. It will happen, it will just take longer. However, I can tell you that with the proper techniques and patience, once that metabolism is repaired, much like letting that wood dry, the fire can flourish like an uncontrollable fire. 
And just like a fire, it is up to that individual to keep it burning. So people need to learn and listen to how they can get this fire ignited and burning. Some people inherit a speedy metabolism, and that is that is the best gift ever if you can inherit the speedy metabolism. Um, and if you do, and you're lucky enough to have this and you don't damage it, um, then you are blessed. Um, men tend to burn more calories than women, even while resting. And for most people, metabolism slows down steadily after the age of 40, but we also slow down. Uh, we tend to not move as much, so that is also a huge strike against us. Although you can't control your age, gender, or genetics, there are other ways to improve your metabolism. And I'm going to talk about them today. Metabolism compromises the processes that the body needs to function. These ultimately play a role in the rate that a person burns calories and ultimately whether the individual maintains, gains, or loses weight. So there's a few things, though, that, that I need to bring to your attention, and these are words that you've probably heard about. There's basal metabolic rate. Um, sometimes you see this as the BMR. Um, and so this is the measurement of the number of calories needed to perform your body's most basic or basal functions. These are functions like breathing, circulation, and cell production. This BMR is most accurately measured in a lab setting under very restrictive conditions. So in order for you to find out your BMR, uh, you'd have to go to a lab to find out what your actual BMR is. Um, then there's the resting metabolic rate, and this is the measurement of the number of calories that your body burns at rest. The resting metabolic rate, or the RMR, is usually measured in the morning before you eat or exercise and after a full night of restful sleep. So as you can see, the definitions of RMR and BMR are almost identical. Your resting metabolic rate should be an accurate estimate of your basal metabolic rates. So because these terms are very similar, some fitness and weight loss experts use them to describe the same thing. But the term resting metabolic rate is more common. And this is the amount of calories that you burn basically doing nothing, just living your life being you. So the big question is, how do you calculate your BMR? Because you need to know how many calories you burn just being you without any activity. Well, if you're looking to reach or maintain a healthy weight, uh, it is helpful to know what your BMR is. So you can either find a formula designed by scientists, and I'll share that with you, um, or you can go to a lab and get it tested, which is really uh, unrealistic. Um, there are online, online calculators, um, and they are perfectly accurate, but you also have to remember that the online calculators are assuming that you have not had any metabolic damage. Uh, metabolic damage occurs throughout the years um, from dysfunctional dieting, uh, dieting that occurs from fad diets, and, and I'm going to get to this a little bit later. So uh, in order to figure out your BMR, uh, there is a calculation, and, and I'm going to just read it to you because it it's crazy. Um, for men, it's 88 uh, plus 
uh, your weight in kilometers times 13 plus your height in centimeters times 4.7 minus your age in years times 5.6. Did I lose you? Yeah, I did. Okay, so just get online and and look up your calculator and take that with a grain of salt because remember, unless you go to a lab, you're not going to um, get a true figure. So this is the calories that you burn just being you. There are also uh, scales that you can get on and stand on and they'll tell you an approximate, but remember the scales are not accurate and and if you want the details on that listen to my show that I did several months ago on the accuracy of the scales that you get on and, and, and how accurate they are with letting you know your body fat and and these measurements okay so once you understand your BMR and you can get a good estimate of your number now you can understand um, how your body works so so this is a whole different topic and that's not the direction that I want to go with uh, in today's show what I want to go with is how can you increase this number because in order to increase the this number um, we need to to do certain things and this number uh, the BMR is your metabolism. This is what we're talking about. Um, the number of calories that you burn at rest uh, dictates your metabolism. Um, so if you have a fast BMR, that means you are burning calories doing nothing at a fast rate. That's what you want. Um, that's that is what you are blessed with. If you can if you can burn a lot of calories doing nothing. Um, if you have a sluggish BMR, then you are burning not a lot and gaining weight um, comes very easy to you. So the essential thing to do here is increase your metabolic rate. Um, I say this all the time when people join my program. I look right at them and I say, you are signing up with me to lose weight. What I'm doing on my end is I am working very, very hard to increase your metabolic rate. Um, I, I, of course, want you to lose weight, and you will in the process, but what is more important than losing weight is increasing your metabolic rate, because then you won't have to work as hard to keep this weight off. All right, so increasing your BMR, your metabolic rate. Um, there's a lot of myths out there, and they're, they're comical. Um, you know, eat spicy food, gr you know, drink green tea, stand more. I mean, I can go on forever. Um, these are gimmicks. These are ploys for you to buy products. Remember, people, $35 billion industry. Um, people will buy anything that they, they believe will increase their metabolic rate, and, and all you have to do is ignite the fire, get it burning, and continue to throw logs on that fire. And, and these are some factors that you can do to increase it. Okay, so there are a combination of them. Um, genetic factors, of course, like I said, play a role. And you can't do anything to, to change those, of course. But um, one of the biggest factors in increasing your metabolism is building muscle. Um, even your body at rest uh, will burn fat. The more muscular you are, the more fat and calories you will burn even at rest. So if you are not blessed with a muscular body, well, you can change that. And the way you can change that is exercise. Um, obviously doing some weight strength training 
uh, each day or week is going to increase your muscle mass, which is going to increase your metabolic rate. Uh, after a few weeks, uh, studies have shown that doing weight resistance training, you might actually see an increase in your resting metabolic rate by 7 to 8%. Um, once again, we might not see the calories being burnt uh, from doing weightlifting, but the metabolic rate is going to increase, and that is much more valuable than getting on an elliptical and burning 300 calories. So increase your muscle mass, and you will burn more calories day and night, even at rest. Um, the, the body fat percentage will drop, and in that case, again, the, the more muscle density you have, the more calories you are going to burn. So ignite that metabolism, just like a fire. You can't enjoy a bonfire if you can't light it. So in order to ignite the flame, you must first know what things you have to eat. Um, this is called a thermogenic effect of food. Um, it's abbreviated TEF, thermic effect of food or thermogenic effect of food. It's caused by the extra calories required to digest, absorb, and process the nutrients of your meal. So don't just eat. Um, eating is not going to create this TEF. Uh, you want to eat the right types of things. So Eating just a bunch of crackers or a bunch of potato chips is not going to do it. You want to eat the right things, and the right things are going to be a balanced meal. Balanced meaning protein, uh, carbs that are complex carbs, and healthy fats. Uh, protein, for example, um, has been shown to help you feel more full and prevent you from overeating. Um, one small study found that people were likely to eat around 450 fewer calories a day when protein made up 30% uh, of their diet. So eating more protein will help reduce uh, the amount of calories that you eat overall, and it's going to bring up your metabolic rate. Uh, protein is going to increase your muscle mass, and it's going to increase your metabolic rate. So now we have sparked the, the, the flame, we've ignited it, and our little bonfire is, is starting, to, starting to flicker a little bit. Okay, so now that we have this going, um, we have ignited and now, now it's starting to burn. So if, if you're just joining us, you are listening to WHRULP, Huntley Community Radio. My name is Irene Cook and I am the radio host talking about igniting the metabolism. Uh, we spend so much time worried about losing weight, losing weight, uh, dieting, supplements, and all we have to do is speed up our metabolism and the tools are right here in front of us. Uh, I was just talking about eating and making sure that we are eating the right things and eating frequently because just like a fire, when a fire starts to fizzle out, uh, we have to kind of shake that, shake the wood a little bit and, and it'll, it'll ignite up again. So if you go too long without eating in between meals, uh, the flames are going to kind of fizzle out. So eating those little frequent meals, um, again, with the right protein, the right carbs, the right fats is going to cause the, the flames to kind of burst back up.
Okay. So the next thing, step up your workout. We talked about the uh, strength component. Aerobic exercise may not build big muscles, but it can rev up your metabolism uh, in the hours after a workout. The key is to push yourself. High intensity exercise delivers a bigger, longer rise in your metabolic rate than low and moderate intensity workouts. To get benefits, try an intense class at the gym or include short bursts of jogging throughout the day, like a regular walk. Um, I, I, I just recently told uh, my clients, if you are going to uh, go out for a 10-minute walk um, and you can only get 10 minutes in, uh, that 10-minute walk is going to provide uh exercise for the 10 minutes. But uh, after you're done with your walk, you are going to have more energy um, for a prolonged period of time. So my example was go out for your 10 minute walk. And when you come back to your office and work, you are going to feel that that energy burst. So instead of being slumped up at your desk, sitting there tired, yawning, that walk that you had is going to cause you to be perked up, um, moving around, you know, dusting things off of your desk, possibly standing more. So, so those are calories burned. And in the end uh, of the day, it's going to accumulate up to a substantial enough of an amount that your metabolic rate will change. So moving on, uh, a misconception that women make about uh, exercise and strength training is that it's going to make them bulk up. Um, and that is a very rare, rare case. So, so before I move on to the next subject, I just want to touch upon that the type of exercise and strength training that I'm implying upon is not anything that is going to cause uh, that type of muscle mass. Um, this is not something that is going to cause you to get larger or, or uh, show any kind of muscularity. It's the type of muscle, muscle mass that is just going to increase your metabolic rate. All right, the famous one, drink water throughout the day. So listen to my next statement. Drinking water may also increase your metabolic rate temporarily. Mm, wow, temporarily. Okay, so listen carefully to this. Your body needs water to process calories. If you are even mildly dehydrated, your metabolism will slow down. One study showed that adults who drank eight or more glasses of water a day burned more calories than those who drank only four. To stay hydrated, drink a glass of water uh, before every meal and snack. Studies have also shown that drinking 17 ounces of water increases your metabolic rate by 10 to 30% for about an hour. So that is where that temporary comes from. And, and the reason I want to stress this is with this big push of drinking water, what happens often is people have their water goals and they don't drink it throughout the day. They, they don't disperse it. Um, they, they wait until the end of the day and then they guzzle, you know, 16 ounces at once. The key is to disperse it throughout the day. Um, my last statement here was studies have shown that drinking 17 ounces of water increases the resting metabolic rate by 10 to 30% for about an hour. So if you can get water in throughout the day, I'm not suggesting 17 ounces every hour, but what I am suggesting is if you can drink 17 ounces uh, before a meal, um, uh, an hour before a meal, you are going to increase your metabolic rate um, substantially uh, three or four times a day. That's going to add up. 
uh, not only is this going to create that burning, but it's also going to help fill you up. You're not going to be as hungry going into that meal. You're going to eat less, which is going to uh, create a caloric deficit in the end. Um, Another study showed that adults who did this actually ate 44% fewer calories than those that didn't. So snacking smart. Uh, eating more often can help you lose weight. So obviously eating a large meal um, is going to slow down your metabolism. Having a small meal or snack every three to four hours helps your metabolism. Um, It helps you burn the calories efficiently throughout the course of the day. It helps stabilize your blood sugars. Um, Remember the first one that we discussed way earlier on in the show um, that that when I started talking about boosting your metabolism, that thermic effect of food, TEF, it's caused by those calories that help digest and absorb the process of nutrients in your meal. Um, so, So once the flame has been ignited, it's showtime. Uh, increasing your caloric intake. Just like a fire, um, you can help the flame grow into a larger fire by applying certain techniques into your lifestyle. So so this part here is is just my favorite part of, of being a nutritionist. Um, once you have ignited the fire, and even if you're still losing weight, um, or, or if you've completed your weight loss journey and, and you're at a goal weight, you could actually increase the amount of calories you eat and continue losing weight or not gain weight back. Um, remember that fire that's burning? What do you do when a fire is burning? You add more, more wood to it, don't you? And what happens then? The fire keeps on burning. The flames actually grow. The metabolism works the exact same way. If you do this right with the proper muscle building and eating techniques, water consumption, snacking and moving, you could actually eat more calories and continue to lose weight. Um, I assure you this can be done. Uh, It has to be done cautiously. Uh, You can't throw a huge log on the fire because if you throw a four by four foot log on a three by three foot fire, what's going to happen? It's it's going to disintegrate. Uh, so don't start throwing 500 calories back into your day by eating junk food. Uh, you're going to gain it back. Careful and very systematic adding back food by eating calories that are nutritionally dense um, will not cause a weight gain. Um, so I would suggest when you are ready and your, your fire is ignited, you're losing weight, and, and you, you can add back 100 to 150 calories a day, a month at a time, you will not gain back weight. Um, so, so no cookies, nutritionally dense, I said. So watching your weight, you're not gaining, and, and you add, add 100 to 150 calories of, of protein, of, of a healthy fat. Uh, don't do what I did in the famous Tootsie Roll maneuver of 2003 where I added 150 calories of Tootsie Rolls every day <laughs> because I gained back uh, weight. And, and luckily, I was watching the scale and I stopped. But after two months, uh, as long as you haven't gained back weight, you can add another 100 calories. And I would assume that this is something that someone would only consider um, that, that is is d- being done 
by an individual who's really, really monitoring their weight and knows how to log, knows how to calculate, and is really in tune with their body. Um, and I assure you that this is the, the best part of weight loss is igniting that fire. Typically, people know at this point that they are ready to do this. And I can tell you that nobody that's done a lose weight fast diet or a fad diet um, will ever get to this point. Um, in fact, the, the lose fat diets and the quick diets is, is no different than taking water and dumping it right on that fire. Um, the logs would be wet. The logs would need years and years and years to dry. And that is basically what metabolic damage is. Um, so stay clear of that. Uh, do not pour water on your fire. Um, it would make no sense at all. And it is an impossible fight to fight. Uh, the best thing to go back to do is to go back and light up your fire from the start. Uh, perhaps the most remarkable thing of all this is that I have personally helped thousands of people and I have witnessed this happen um, and I have seen their metabolic rate flourish. You are in control of your wellness. Um, it takes a lot of patience, but you are in the driver's seat for so many things that you can change for your overall health. And it starts with one thing. It starts with trust and it starts with one little spark and the rest is up to you. So enjoy your day. Time is running out, I'm talking here and now, I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done, it's about what you do. 